Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday the 8th of July, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. You jokers are back from the Fatherland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, uh, tell them where the Fatherland is. Sweet home Chicago. Sweet home Chicago, where you've been tweeting pictures of luscious, fattening, and kill you quick food. Yeah, we got even more. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. We, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a foodie tour this time. A lot of our time spent going to specific places uh, that I grew up with, and that since then Daxa has been indoctrinated into Mm -hmm. and one of us one of us so we made it uh down to al's italian beef which is probably the most famous italian (laughs) beef for a town known for italian beef right and um you you know on top of that we had god gourmet pancakes and the ice the italian ice stands and Euro, and then this place called Pita Inn that does this huge, like, it's ridiculous. They give you, like, every type of Mediterranean food in terms, like, they give you Euro meat, they give you shawarma, they give you the farfel, they give you farfel, falafel. Yeah, falafel. They give you everything. Farfel was the little puppet dog that said that. That's true. The other one. (laughs) Whatever. They give you this massive platter of food, and if you get it at lunchtime, it's four bucks. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. They're officially trying to kill you. In case you're wondering this indeed is tangents are kind of a big deal yeah oh yeah and there's also this guy who finally showed up in irc oh yeah Barry White. yes indeed did he oh he, yeah he, he did just okay. popped in just as i hit <laughs> the 
on air button. He kind of slipped in and said, oh, oh, totally been here. Yep. Yeah. Ah, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> I like Deus Ex said he was been beard napped. He's been beard napped. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! No! Beers go rogue. When beards attack. Yeah, exactly. Le- beard, beard week. <laughs> Leapt straight up through his nose and throttled his brain. Right. Uh, so if you're in the IRC when you're listening live, and you should be, please send your uh, PMs for us to the great and powerful Barry Von Awesome. And he will bring them to our attention. Don't PM us directly during the show because well, we're going to ignore you. Right. Because that's, that's just the kind of arrogant bastards we are. Right. Arrogant bastard. Mm, good ale. Ale. Um, oh, yeah. Isn't that what Wheaton's? No, that's the actual like label. I know that yeah. he's making one. He made one that was yeah. like I, f- I forget. I forget he, the he's name. done several. He's a home brewer. Yeah, to which I give him massive props. Yep. Uh, by the way, we have some mead that needs bottling. Oh, oh are we at that point it's now? Just about Yay. there. I think we're for two weeks or so. Sweet. Awesome. That's done a little earlier than I expected. Yeah. No, Stone Brewery is the one that does Arrogant Bastard. Yeah, and they do a whole a whole series of really high quality beer and. Thankfully, uh, every single year that I've worked on TED, they have sponsored the open oh, bars. Nice. You can get your wine, or you can get any of the Stone Brewery beers. Oh my God! Nice. As much as you want. Oh my! God. How <gasps> does anything get done at TED? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Well, see, we, we as the IT volunteers are, are a weird thing. The normal people who work it don't get access to that. Ah. Mm. We are unpaid. Gotcha. That's Our pay, pay is beer. Being allowed to attend <laughs> and participate in the events, including. No, that's bonus. Is you're paid in beer. beer. Effectively, <laughs> yes, effectively, they are free as in beer, getting great IT support from us. Mm. So, so, guys, keep the Stone IPA coming, and you will get top <laughs> and notch we'll IT. give you the internet. That's right. <laughs> Damn right. You will get support like you have never had before. Wow. As long as there's beer. That's awesome. Yeah, funny enough, I think Arrogant Bastard Ale came up in a game of categories we played in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of games, mm-hmm. yeah. I've learned a new game uh-huh. oh, yeah? that we need to play. This better not be the touching game. <laughs> <laughs> what you got against the touching game? I'm just saying. <laughs> Operation. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh. Bad touch. Now, this was something I uh, encountered at Nerdtacular. Okay. And it's actually, okay. it's an open source game. Oh, okay. So you can actually go to the website where this is put out and you can contribute to it. Oh. It's called Cards Against Humanity. Uh-huh. Okay. Its basic form is you have black cards and white cards. The black cards either have fill-in-the-blank questions or statements, and the white cards are usually nouns. Okay. So someone will put down a black card and yeah. it will say, I am the king of blank, whatever it may be. All right. And you'll have a, a hand of like ten white cards, and you'll put down whatever you think is the funniest, best thing that fills in the blank or answers the statement. Mm. And so I am the king of nose picking, whatever. Right. And it's the cards are shuffled, and the person who put down the black card judges which of the ones they like best, and whoever whoever's submission they pick wins the card and gets the points. Ah, oh, okay. It's like apples. And- Apples to apples, yeah. something like that. I think yeah. the thing is, since it's open source, you get some pretty out there cards. I'm uh, sure. Nice. Um, and you can make ones that are specific to your own community. Oh. Ah, so we can make VTW cards. Ursa Heil is a sexy blank. Oh. Ah. Submit card here. So you, nice. So you can, uh, it's a very basic framework that you can either you can support the game developers by buying the official cards, and you can also create your own. Cool. So nice. Yeah, that was an awful lot of fun. So we, we will, uh, Cards Against Humanity, uh, uh, look it up, you know, Google it, and check it out. 
Uh, I think there's C-A-H on Twitter. Mm, okay. And yeah, there's some pretty awesome decks out there that oh. are really mind-meltingly out there. Nice. We need to make our own deck. Get you on think? it, people. Somebody volunteer. Get into yeah. the thread now. I know, right? Booyah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So we've been away for a while. I attempted to do a solo show on the other rig last week, and it kind of evaporated in my face. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's what, I get not, that's what I get for not busting out the proper rig. Well, I had, right. I had the, the Yeti microphone. I had brand new RAM in the machine. It was all reworked and everything. Yeah. And boom. <laughs> what Yeti microphone? You don't know the Yeti? I know, know what, what it is. is. Where did you get one? I found one on sale for $139. Oh, oh very you. nice. Sadly, it's the USB version. Oh. Mm. The Pro is the one with the XLR plug. Yeah. yeah. Never goes on sale. Right, mm. right. So it's good for a solo rig. And I thought I had all the bugs worked out and not so much. It, it was oh, that's just, cool. It was bad week, badly prepared. Yeah. So my, my personal apologies to all of you for no show last week. Uh, still recovering from... Uh, Nertacular travel. In fact, setting up for today, I was still unpacking things from the trunk of wow. my car. Microphone stands, microphones, wow. mixing desks. Right on. That had never gotten unpacked from returning from Utah because that's just how life's been lately. So yeah. in short, you're lucky you're getting, a game, you're getting a show at all this week. It's because these people showed up at my door and said, hey, there's radio today, right? <gasps> yeah, sure. Sounds like yeah. a good oh, idea. Oh, I brought cupcakes. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you tease. <laughs> Daxa, I sent yeah. a text saying, hey, when are you guys back? Because I wasn't sure when they were returning. Right. So oh, we're back now, and I'm bringing cupcakes. Well, and no, then, but that or the original of that was when, and this was to me the most shocking thing of the weekend, when Gwenora sent a text saying he wasn't going to be able to make it, which for him was like, oh, my God, he gave us foresight into his plans. Thumbelita is having a good effect yeah, on that boy. Yeah, it was crazy. And, now, and he sent that yesterday. Yeah. Damn. I know. Amazing. Strangely, I didn't get it. You, you all did. You did. You were on the, you, you probably haven't checked, but you were on it. You're, you're on But it. I saw your responses. It was weird. I saw your responses to him. Mm-hmm. But you didn't get his. I didn't get his. Weird. Huh. Google voice being weird again. Anyway. Strange. I'm still stuck on the fact that you promised cupcakes. I right. know. I'm sorry. And they were good too. Coffee cupcakes. They were pretty awesome. Yeah. I got a new cupcake Shut book. Shut your hole, okay? <laughs> there's, there's even a version that have liquor in them. Yeah, the one I was bringing has liquor in them. Silence! <laughs> <laughs> Silence! I got a new cupcake book while I was in Chicago, and one of them were awesome, awesome coffee. cupcakes. Coffee cupcakes. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> Speaking of you. cupcakes, have you seen the cupcake shirt? On the one that Ursa Hill yeah. is making. Yeah. Like I gave Ursa Hill the sign-in information for the Spreadshirt store, and I need to send him the uh, credentials from the guy I met at Nerdtacular who was saying, I'm much better than Spreadshirt and Yay. can help you, and so give, right. give that guy his shot. Sweet. Yeah, Ur- Ursa Hill's been giving us uh, artwork he's been whipping up for T-shirts and banners and that kind of thing. Oh, and the what happens at VTW? What happens at VTW stays at VTW. Nope. What happens at VTW most Un- likely gets- shows up on the internet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that was a good one. Yeah, Ursa Hill. You, uh, if you check your PMs in the uh, forums, you'll find all the information you need. Let us know what you come up with by way of stuff that we absolutely must buy and then wear to conventions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm kidding. Some, some of those are great. I can't wait to see them on a real shirt. <laughs> Teehee. Yeah, we're easily amused, but yeah, with ourselves. Oh, speaking of. Ah! <laughs> You make Kitty scared. <laughs> you scare easily for a big guy. I'm scared. 
Kitty sounds that's, like that's uh, actually, Dr. Evil. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you make Kitty scared. scared. This actually is Arch Nemesis' newest I'm going to own daddy's soul moment uh-huh. is scared. Oh. So she actually, a, a bit of falling skies with the big skitters went oh, by. Yeah. And she turned, buried her head in my chest. I scared. Oh. Okay, whatever you want. You're like, this is so cute. I'm going to scare you a lot. lot. <laughs> so I can hear this. Probably. Yeah. No. Don't do drugs, kids. Okay. But anyways, I am going to propose a contest to all those out there who can draw. Yes. So, you, you, I don't know if you listen to the show from previous, previous years. You know that when I go to PAX, I'm usually part of the buttoneers, which means I have to make a personalized button that we exchange during PAX. This year, I would like my button to be a plasmid from Bioshock. Like, if Daxa had a plasmid, what would it be? For example, here's an easy one. Grail's plasmid would be a sans pants plasmid, so you could like point at people and their pants would disappear. Yeah, it's gonna be the depanser. The depanser. Yeah. So that's his Ryan plasmid. Ryan Industry presents Grail's depanser. Depanser. Yeah. So <sighs> if I had a plasmid, what would it be? I need a drawing of that. Go. <laughs> yeah. And for. And for the winner, um, I'm willing to put up a twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card. Booyah. So, right, make sure um, when you go to spend that Amazon gift card, do it through the Casually Hardcore webpage, and we'll get a cut back. Yeah, we're greedy that way. Look how yeah. that all works out. Someday we'll actually get a payout from Amazon. It could I, you know, every month I get the you did not meet the minimum. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, oh, um, dang. yeah, shush. He just <laughs> bought something from Amazon. <laughs> you bought some, some really freaking huge too. I bet, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, uh, <laughs> fight. Hang on, let's see. <laughs> Um, what can I drop on your head here? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to slay <laughs> all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I deserve that. I yeah. mean, it was kind of a sound bar. Yeah. <laughs> he does deserve it. Ooh. Yeah. So, anyways, yes. So, so that, this is how you make kitty feel. Oh, they took my yes. freaking kidney. <laughs> yeah. It's like taking money from your pocket. That's yes. Right. Um, yeah. Moving on. So okay. we'll go so. ahead and put that in the form. So yeah. if you guys have any ideas, um, and if you are good at the arts, which most of us here on, at this table are not, um, post your drawing. I will try to put that form up after the show, and then we will um, pick a winner. That's a good, bad, whatever. Because sometimes bad art sometimes is funny enough that it's even. Oh worth yeah. It. So Just yeah, so go bad for it's it. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Good. Good art is kind of which actually the, the beholder here. So bad it's good is what I was hoping for last night. Because Eyelight was out um, taking care of her father last night. So uh-huh. I was soloing. You know, I, was, I was trying to solo the bed boss. Uh-huh. Um, and so I dusted off Netflix and went to the recently released. And I said, oh, Immortals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. your post. Yeah. Uh, I can't get those two hours back. I keep trying. Really? Um, I thought it was okay. It was no. all right. It wasn't like, you know good <laughs> but, Thank you. but uh, it, so, well, i was hoping for maybe so bad it's good i actually didn't i even get that I, I during our vacation i had a discussion with my stepbrother who was for some reason a fan of the most recent or the the remake of clash of the titans yeah. see that one didn't work for me and either. i yeah. said for no. the same for, for the same reasons really? why see, i felt that immortals was better than the remake of clash of the titans i think both of them suffered from the okay when are we going to get underway here yeah 
There was some silliness with Immortals, too. Yes. But, I don't know. Well, the, the Mr. Spiky Head uh, God, um, the one who got you know, embedded in stone. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Who you looked like any number of the badly rendered Mayan or Aztec gods. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what was with the headgear on some of the gods? Mm. I, uh, if you were an all-powerful being... You can would wear you, silly crap you, on your head, guess, and no one's going to say anything. would you choose to look like that? Yeah, wear things that impede your ability to walk through archways? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. You don't need to walk to no, through no stinking archways. I I guess if I were a god, you could just I would understand. Yeah. yeah. Mere mortals don't get the whole, I don't know. Right. I just. I thought it was stylized, though. It had a nice. Oh, it was hyper stylized. Yeah. Yeah. They were definitely going for the hyper reality yeah. thing, like that was done so well in Three Hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Sin City, um, both of Sucker which, Punch, all those. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And see, Sucker Punch is where things started to go off the edge, where they forgot to include the storyline. Um, all the visuals were there. Didn't no quite story. care about characters so much. Yeah, and there, and of course they have sequels in production for both Sin City and Three Hundred, and I'm just shaking my head saying, why? Why can't why? people just leave things alone? The two thirds rule is why. Jesus. We've had this discussion. Well, I mean, you can at least continue Sin City because it's a city. You can do other stories. Absolutely. Three Hundred. It's like um, you're kind of done. <laughs> unless you're doing it as a prequel, that's the only way I could see them doing it. If what they're going to bring back those characters, yeah, I forget obviously. Which. What other major battle they're going for? Uh, maybe the IRC can probably come up with that for us um, in you know the forty seconds or so that it will take to get to their ears. Troy, so IRC, uh, Troy. <laughs> I don't know. I was just saying. Uh, yeah, that's the other one. That, um, yeah. Though we've we've talked before about movies that the theatrical release sucked and right. the director's cut much better. Sure. Yeah. I've had that attributed to Kingdom of Heaven where apparently the oh, theatrical yeah. release was meh and the theatrical release was much that better That was the film. one with Legolas, right? Yeah, so yeah. The yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> like I liked this. it a lot. The director's cut? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. I saw it, I, I didn't see it in the theater so I uh, the first time I saw it was the director's cut. That was pretty good. Apparently it suffered it. from a, a bad, a really bad edit. Oh, okay. Um, and things like Two Towers where Two Towers was good in yeah. the theater and then it, you saw the director's cut, like, holy crap, this is a different movie. This yeah. is great. Yeah. So it went from being the, the weakest of the three to, I say, on par with the others. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would so say. It, it no agree. longer was a weak point. And so, but they, they, theater owners want to get a certain number of showings in a day right. to make their money. And they say, we will not tolerate a four hour movie <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> sure. Oh. We'll do that later. We'll get our original round of money, right. and then you can really get a super it. long version. We'll yeah. get even more money because this is what George Lucas has taught us. Right. And it works. Oh, yeah. God, does it work? Yeah, really well. Yeah. But now, uh, even like, uh, I think we talked about this before Disney, Disney going back and re releasing movies now in 3D. So yeah, you have Finding saw, Nemo in 3D. But to their credit, I took Nemesis to go see um, Avengers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. Actually, no, it was not Avengers. What, what have we gone to see recently? What just Brave. Came Thank you. Brave. Yeah. We went to see Brave, and he zeroed in on the poster, Finding Nemo. Wow. In 3D. They know their audience. Yep. So, um, what did you think of Brave? Oh, that was very good. I liked it. I liked it. I was very surprised with some of the directions the storytelling went. I didn't see the plot twist that they handed mm-hmm. us coming mm-hmm. at all. The hair simulation was, oh my God. God, God good. Yeah. Her hair was the best thing of the movie. <laughs> I mean, if you understand it was great. 
even in passing, just for, I mean, the level of understanding I have just from watching behind the scenes DVDs of mm-hmm. things like The Incredibles, where they honk on for 15 minutes about Violet's hair simulation, right? Mm-hmm. About what a freaking undertaking it was, where it's not animation, it is simulation. Yep. Mm-hmm. They build a physics model, they build a mathematical model for how a, a strand of hair behaves, and then they plug it in and hope. That it doesn't it do the fro yeah. thing. With the, <laughs> Where it all more, sticks the, out. The, the most fun thing is when the bad renders happen and the, the hair is all going straight out. Yeah. Head. Have you seen that on Donkey? Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> um, it looked like a big puff ball. Yep. <laughs> it's funny. It I'm good. making waffles. Anyway, <laughs> so it is doubly impressive when you think, okay, they've gone from what was probably mathematically pretty easy, just laser straight hair that mm-hmm. the Violet character had to... Just tussles and falling all different directions. Yeah, it was amazing. And and of course, then they put her on a horse and ran her through wind. Yeah, it was great. If you wonder where math majors go when they graduate from college, apparently it's Pixar. Pixar. (laughs) Yep. Because, damn. Yeah, it was good. But again, as is the usual with Pixar films, excuse me, now Disney Pixar, but this Mm -hmm. is still Pixar, it's the story. Yeah. And it had a strong story. It had a good story. Very, very different to a lot of their previous stories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There was no romantic interest. Uh, It was a mother-daughter coming of age, Mm -hmm. butting heads and trying to, in crisis, come to terms with each other. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I thought was... Nice, nice life lesson thing we all experience. Yeah. And, but but it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. It had mm-hmm. some great funny pieces in it. It was just, it was good. Feast your eyes, boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, the Highlander. The dad is awesome. Yeah. Uh, the little three uh, brothers were awesome. Billy Connolly, <laughs> who voiced the father, yeah. the king, did a great job. But he's, yeah. he's, he is the consummate Scotsman. I mean, yeah. he, is, he, he is so Scottish, he bleeds... You know, haggis. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say you know, a tartan pattern, okay, but okay, yeah. I'll go with haggis. <laughs> and they had the obligatory haggis joke in they the movie. Do. Right. Yes, so, yes. Uh, without giving too much away, um, go see Brave. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, again fun for all ages. Yeah. For sure. Um, totally safe for kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's fun that. Ne- you, until recently, Nemesis was really hard to take to movies because his attention span is that of a hyperactive flea. Sure. Um, he's finally getting to the point where he actually sits still for the movie, is willing to deal with the 3D glasses. Oh, wow. And nice. is actually, actually paying attention to what's going on in the film. Very cool. So this was my, my second experience of his growing up enough to enjoy movies together. And I'm like, yes! Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Because we did Avengers, and yeah. who's your favorite character? The big green guy. The right. big green that guy. That would be the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. And he was good. Mm-hmm. Now so. they, uh, yeah, we we hit that. We hit a number of movies while yeah, we were on we vacation. Uh, two damn saw bastards. Snow White and the Huntsman. Yes. Any good? Dex Daxel liked it better than I did. Yes, I did. Um, no. I I can get because I kind of ignore Kristen Stewart now. I, yeah, I can kind of get past it because I just look at. Well, everyone she's so else. easy to ignore because she never. She's unchanged. She's part of the scenery. Everyone else, at, her, their acting was amazing. Like um, the evil witch was Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. She was so good. And 
The Huntsman was great, and that's Hemsworth. Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Right? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. This was yeah. actually filmed before Avengers, wasn't it? I forget. I don't know what. The, no, it been. was Cabin in the Woods that was filmed. Oh, okay. And then it took forever yeah. to release. It was really. I like the story. I think it was a little different, which was nice. I think the the fact that the prince kissed her and didn't wake her up was good. I liked the twist in that. There was another twist at the end. It's just. It was a good story, but yeah, you do kind of have to ignore Snow White. Which I guess is one of the title characters. Yeah. So makes it difficult. Makes it difficult. Yeah. So we saw and we saw the Amazing Spider-Man. We did. And good. Good. It's good. It's good. Surprisingly the good. The story was good. Well, what I believe everyone was happy with the re-edit that they did, taking out a lot of the dramatic reimagining mm-hmm. and removing the plot thread about. Your parents genetically manipulated you to be a part spider already, and that's why. Yeah, you they removed were, that completely. Yeah, yeah. The they'll get back to that obviously later. Uh, after the, did you stay for the mid credit yeah. teaser? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it seemed like there was there's still a mystery around why his parents left because in this case they're not dead necessarily. They're just they're just gone as far, as far as they know uh-huh. is gone. But I mean, yeah, they they, 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 did, they did the article you know. Killed in plane crash. Yeah. Flashed by on the screen, but who knows? I'm sure they will get back because they went back to his... The way he gets his powers is almost exactly like the comic books. Right, except for it was less accidental. He put himself in the line of fire. Well, he did it, yeah. He, he well, I mean... He, he, was, he was poking around. He's sort of like, what's all this? Oh, what's this button do? Oh, my God. Wow, I got bit. I mean, you know, it was it was one of those things... And again, it, it's not a radioactive spider, at least not that they it's said. A it's a genetically engineered spider that uh, that's yeah. making super strong cables, which yeah. become the basis for his web slater. Right. Exactly. But I mean, that was the good. It was a return to him having technology for his web slingers. Right. He didn't right. actually, I mean, it was less convincing because he basically took Oscorp's existing technology yeah. and just adapted it. Right. Well, he, so took, their, he took their their thread, the cord, yeah, but right. he made the, the shooters. He makes the shooters, yeah. yeah. So he's less, I mean, he, he did a good job adapting it, but yes. he's less of super science right. genius boy. Yeah. At least at this point. At I mean, he stage. was more like hothead teenager in this movie. Yeah, he's which more is believable. He is, he is attending the you know science high school, which yeah. I thought was an interesting twist. Right. Yeah. Um, which means uh, the Gwen Stacy character was much more formidable because she's right there with right. him. Yep. You know, she's, she's the top assistant yeah. the top, to Connors. Yeah. yeah. She uh, was really, I mean, way better than Kristen oh Dunst. Oh, my God, she was Emily so good. Emily Blunt was really good oh, in the yeah. role. And, and the character was a better foil, I think, for him. Because yeah. she, like you said, intelligent-wise, she she's there. <laughs> yeah. And, they, you know, there's a big change at the end of the movie compared to the way the, the Tobey Maguire for Spider-Man ends with the relationship he has with Kristen Dunst's character, Mary Jane, right. versus how this Spider-Man has a relationship with Gwen Stacy. Because in the original, he's like, oh, God, I have to divorce myself. Oh, and I'm sorry, Emma Stone. I'm not Emma, Emma Blunt. My belt. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Um, One of those Emilys. Yeah, I don't Toby's know. There's so many of them. The, the <laughs> Maguire yes, version, yes. You know, he, she tried to say, oh, God, I must distance myself from everyone or everyone's going to get hurt. Yeah. And this one goes a different direction. Right. Um, so no, they uh, they did a great job. The webs, him f- swinging on the webs was amazing. They did a that lot more great. practical effects and a lot less CG with this one. Yeah, than yeah. shows looked great. Um, for me, the only detriment was having to see the origin story again. Yeah, you're just kind of like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, uncle. There's the uncle. Let's get him killed. Let's go, go, go. I mean, I'm not spoiling anything. Martin Sheen did a great job. Same did a marginally interesting version of Aunt May. She didn't have a whole lot to do in this no. film. Um, so, yeah, it was... It, but overall, I thought the story was good. Uh, the 
uh, the Garfield did a good job yeah. of being the angry teen. Yeah. yeah. He did. Um, and smartass. I mean, I believe oh, right. yeah. I believe that this kid was from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Would yeah. You, which is interesting when you consider the guy's English. Right. No, um, he did a great job. He did a very good job. He's he's the right kind of gangly. Mm-hmm. Um, you believe that he's actually in in the suit there. Yeah, for sure. Um, spandex. Why is everything spandex? I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. It was good. Um, but we also saw um, Abraham Lincoln vampire. Oh yeah. I like got out to see that while we were in Utah. Yeah. What did you think of it? I really liked it. It was really good. It was so good. She said it was pretty much exactly what it said on the tin. Yeah. I mean, you knew exactly what you were in for Absolutely. and it delivered. It yeah, to me it ramped up really well. It kind of started off you're like, "Okay, this is going." And then by midpoint of the movie you're like, "Wow, this is actually a lot of fun. This is really good." And they really span his Life <laughs> into yeah. his later presidency and such, so it was good. This whole hidden story of he is also secretly combating the, yeah. the vampire society right. that's trying yeah. to. Well, that's his whole impetus for everything he does is right. to fight these vampires. So who want to lay claim to their own nation? Yes, exactly. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Quite you know, alternate history, fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, and they tie in the history really well about the the death of the child mm-hmm. and and his wife going a little nuts and. They do a really good job with that, and I really enjoyed it. And the axe swinging, <laughs> yeah, was good fight choreography. Amazing, really good. Yeah, it was really good. So I really liked it, but I had high hopes for that one. So. Yeah. yeah, that was actually the one thing that stood out in Immortals was the fight choreography was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they held and they held nothing back. No, not at all. This is all all about penetrating weapons and limbs and decapitation yeah. and blood everywhere and again hyper real um, versions of things for sure all right we're coming up on our first break here let me see what we got here uh, this week keep your eye on the front page of vtwproductions.com uh, we'll be attending woot stock still remains to be seen whether we will be permitted to live stream ah. we're taking everything we need to with us to do audio and video live streaming we're bringing a small subset of the team that attended Nerdtacular. And if you watch that live stream, you'll know that they do a damn good job. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of hoping we'll either slip it under the radar or get explicit uh, permission. Still probably going to wait till the day of. So the announcement will come on the front page. Either stay tuned for the posting of the podcast or um, at the very least, we'll come out of the, end, the other end of this with some great YouTube videos right. with great quality audio. And audio-only podcasts for people who want to go mobile. Or we'll have live streaming audio. Or we'll have live streaming audio and video as well as YouTube and audio podcasts. So to be determined. But there'll be at least some great content yeah. coming out of Woodstock 4.0 in San Diego on Thursday evening. Awesome. 7 p.m. Pacific time. Awesome, right. awesome. So just watch the front page for the details. And we'll send all this wonderful stuff out on Twitter. When you get a moment, especially on mobile devices, I'm experimenting with mobile players. Go to vtwproductions.com slash tune in, all one word, T-U-N-E-I-N. If you can do it now, that will help me. Uh, trying to build as, as universal a player as possible that works on as many browsers, any, as many mobile devices as possible. Uh, you can also experiment with mobile, mobile.vtwproductions.com. Then trying to build it up, especially Android devices. Uh, we've got the iOS thing pretty much worked out. Android, since there's so damn much fragmentation amongst all those versions, I want to see if we can get this to work on the maximum number of devices possible. So if you have an Android-based device that has a web browser, 
tablet or phone, if you can take a moment to go to either vtwproductions.com slash tune in or mobile.vtwproductions.com and send me your feedback as to whether what version you're running and if it worked or not, or post it in the forums, I would be very appreciative. It's working now. You can do it to listen to this very show, even as we speak. Cool. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, also check out the front page of the website with another fine blog post from Sakani. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking back with the rose-tinted glasses at Final Fantasy. S- uh, number seven. Number seven. Yeah, important. It's yes. Focused on that. Oh, another thing. Also, you should really go into the forums. They've been holding this short story contest. Yes. That is really, really good. Some of those people that have written the stories... Um, quite talented, and they're they're hoping for votes. So everyone goes and looks at it, but nobody is voting on the best story, and they can't pick a winner if Until nobody votes. votes. <laughs> so if you guys go to the forums and um, check out the short story contest number one, and vote for it, because they're you'd really enjoy the stories. Awesome sauce. Mm-hmm. All right, you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by JitBit RSS feed creator. Check them out on the web, www.jitbit.com, or follow the link from our front page. They have little widgets for every possible need. Check them out, and we'll be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions.
finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock, with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions, vtwproductions.com. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. And correcting an oversight from the previous segment, we wanted to feed you your call-in topic. <laughs> I just thought of that. I was like, <laughs> wait a tick. <laughs> wait a moment. So, warm up your copies of Skype and point them at VTW Shows for the fourth half of the show. The topic of the day... What games are you currently playing, and do you have a backlog staring at you? And if you do, do you consider having a backlog a positive thing or a negative thing? Are you happy to have a wealth of games to choose yeah. from, or are you angry that you don't have enough time to soak up all the gaming goodness that is out there? Perhaps you're intimidated by your backlog. <laughs> I'm sensing a particular uh, vibe off of one grail yeah. here. Well, that, I mean, obviously, you know, if it's a gaming call-in topic, I probably had a hand in creating the yeah, topic. Yeah, I'm kidding. So, but this is more uh, of going on vacation, because I find on vacation, Aridan will bring his Xbox with him. Mm-hmm. So, And you get those quiet moments, especially when you're just hanging out with family, where you get to play some. And that's always the time where I take a game that I have kind of let languish and pop it in and start playing. Of course, you know, Murphy's Law here, Aridan and I choose the same game, so uh-huh. we're constantly battling now over it. And this, in my case, it was Skyrim. I never got really, really far into Skyrim. And it's, it's you know, talking about intimidation. I always find the Elder Scrolls game to be a little intimidating when you first start because I always go, there's so much to do. There's so much I could be. I'll go this direction. And they go, wait, no, I want to be an archer instead. And I remake my character. I go through the same thing. I go, no, wait, I want to try magic. And, you know, it just, it takes me a long time to start in the game and really go with something. Fusroda. Yeah, Fusroda. So... I have now been really playing it quite a bit and getting through a lot of the quests. I've taken over the Mage Guild. I'm working on the Thieves Guild. I've advanced the main story. Um, and then I got home, and we have a connected home, and I started playing around with the voice commands, and it was like, oh, my God, this game is so much better with voice commands. <laughs> <laughs> it is so nice to be able to switch my stuff on the fly and not have to constantly pause the game to switch out my spells and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Except Daxa walks downstairs and goes, who are you talking to? Right. <laughs> I'm talking to my Xbox. Yeah. Leave us alone. We're having a conversation here. Which Only is my like, Xbox understands my needs. <laughs> Apparently. So, um, but I mean, in that case, and I was looking because I also celebrated one of those annoying things where you age more while we were on break. So, mm-hmm. birthday. Uh. <laughs> so I went through that traumatic experience and got <laughs> got some cashola, and I was like, oh, I should maybe buy games. And I was like. I still have Mass Effect 3 staring at me. I still have Kingdoms of... And you waited uh, until they released the finished ending for Mass Effect 3. Uh, well, I have no idea which ending. So I'm just... But it's still sitting on my shelf. Uh, the Kingdoms of Alamar or Algamar, uh, Reckoning. Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks? Whatever. That game's sitting on my shelf. Diablo 3, you know, Dax and I are still kind of t- play, playing through that. I mean, I have all these games that have kind of 
grown on me and that's kind of where i was like wow i don't there's games out right now i want but i know i have no time to play i'd love to get witcher 2 i'd love to uh get the max Payne 3 and there's one other that really caught my eye oh the dragon's dogma also i've heard really good things about that and i was like oh i really want to get these but i'm like what would be the point i would just buy them and put them on my shelf so i might as well wait and then maybe it'll be cheaper by the time i get around to freeing up some game time so that's kind of one to know is others in this predicament and also what are people playing because i'm finding i'm going back to older games um so i'm not on the bleeding edge that uh i found myself in when i was young and had a lot more time to play games (laughs) back before the era of responsibility right so with all that said, though, I'm going to now talk about what I think may become the, my game of the year already. Okay. Oh, which is, yeah. Oh, more than halfway through the year. So. Which is not bad. But I mean, right now, if they continue on this bent, yeah. um, Walking Dead 2, oh, yeah. uh, the, the second episode, Walking Dead, the second episode released while we were on vacation. So I got back, got yesterday, Aridan took my copy of Skyrim and was playing it. So I'm like, well, let me sit down and t- check out what, what this is like. I'll play it for a little bit. I played it all the way through. <laughs> The storyline was so good, and the voice acting is so, so awesome. good mm-hmm. that it makes up for the fact that the puzzles aren't exactly difficult and the combat's you know just point and click. It's very rudimentary in terms of those, but the choices you have to make and how much it engrosses you was amazing. Bioware often talks about having you have great choices, mm-hmm. but in most of their games, I usually get the feeling that I kind of know which is the jerk choice and which is the you know better choice to do. Right. In this one, they put you in so many brutal situations where you're just like, uh, oh my god, there is no good answer. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to spoil any of the story, but this you get one of these very early in the game, especially if you've played through the first episode. Uh-huh. You know yeah, what? You do. You know where they end up. No, after the first episode, you know they end up in this hotel right. or motel that they've barricaded in. Well, they run into. I mean, the name of the second episode is starved for help and they're running out of food and so at one point very early on you are given the the opportunity to determine who gets to eat out of your group (laughs) (laughs) and it was like oh my i mean you just there's how much food you have and you have a lot more people than you have food so Mm -hmm. you have to choose who gets the food the food and that was like and the whole game was like that where it was just so many times where you're like there's not really a clear good choice here, and it was it was amazing. It was feed really, all the food really to well one done. guy, and then everyone else eats him. Eats him, right? Fatten him up. Yeah, you should fatten up the jerk man. He's he's not a nice guy. Oh yeah, I, I which one? The, the jerky fat, guy. Well, you're even giving the, a compelling reason why you should maybe give him food. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. It's really really good. So mm. if you haven't had the opportunity, it's on Xbox. It's on playstation network mm-hmm. and it's obviously on steam um which is where i was playing it and it's you can steam, sign up the great tease yeah, well yeah. You, but you can a- sign up there for the season pass so you just have it mm-hmm. whenever it comes out it just automatically downloads which is what grill decided to do i got it on the xbox so i haven't and I, the first <laughs> one i got um it was given to me so we could review it so i need to go and download the second yeah. one so i can i mean i don't participate you know with the gaming uh, community nearly as much as you guys do, but I do spend a reasonable amount of time on Reddit, mm-hmm. and I perceive this tidal wave of nerd rage about the fact that Steam has not yet announced the summer sale. 
Really? People going out of their minds. Where's the Steam Summer Sale? Oh Is there going to be one? <laughs> we thought there'd be one. There was one by this time last year. What? Gabe, what are you doing? Ah, ah. So, yeah. People are a little freaked out, needing their fix, as it were. Well. I guess it's a testament to how successful the previous summer yeah, sales have been. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're incredible sales. Yeah, if there's those really games, good. like the l- lower end game, or maybe some indie games that you're kind of interested in, but you're not sure you, you want to spend, and then they suddenly go, yeah, that game that was 20 bucks is now like five. You go, mm-hmm. oh, I can justify five bucks for that. Five bucks. I don't care if I don't play it for a year. I'm going to buy it for five bucks. <laughs> so yeah, that would maybe break me from my current, like I shouldn't probably buy any more games, is the Steam summer sale. However, that's a good lead into one of our other stories, which is just kind of giving you a look ahead of what's coming out because, oh my God, they, the amount of you know, AAA games that are coming out in the next several months before Christmas so that you can basically have no money for the holidays is staggering. It's huge. Looking in just in August, you're going to have games like Darksiders 2 come out, uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Dark Souls actually gets to the PC, so now you can wail in frustration on the PC as, as well. Uh, of course, Guild Wars 2 now has an official release date of yep. August 28th, um, which is uh, that's another one where it's like, oh, maybe I should pre-order that, at least put my pre-order in for, for that finally. And there's even been a lot of hype over the new Transformers game. I've mm-hmm. read a lot of good articles was, on that one. The War for Cybertron was yeah. quite good. So, and then you get to September, and you get Borderlands 2. Speaking of that... <laughs> Other horrible mistake I made. Oh, did you watch Dark Side? Yes, I watched Dark Because these things are coming up on uh, Netflix streaming now. Just because it's on Netflix doesn't mean you should watch it. (laughs) I'm learning that. But it's on Netflix. I could totally watch it. Like a a baby. No. Die. 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 I didn't think it could be worse than Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, how wrong I was. Yeah. That was enough to make me go, oh, yeah. Never again. So, so I mean, but we have Borderlands 2 then in September. In October, you're getting games like Resident Evil 6, XCOM, the new one, Dishonored, which I know you're dying for, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3. I mean, there's... there's Assassin's big, Creed 3? And then just in case you have any funds left in November, you get Halo 4, Black Ops 2, Epic Mickey 2. Because <laughs> what blows my mind is you go into Fry's Electronics and they already have the Halo 4 stand yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, that's because I think be, when Microsoft showed it off, everybody went, oh man, maybe they have found a successor to Bungie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... It they want you good. to have no money for any presents this year for Christmas. Yeah, it's Zero. ridiculous. Zero but, funds. but you already have everything you want. Oh, and I want to just quickly you address... You know, Christmas is about other people, not about yourself, just FYI. <laughs> the who what? Yeah. The what what? Yeah, the who? Huh? <laughs> other giving. What's that crap? Really quick for the Black Void, Talia was asking if Darksiders 1 was good. Yes, it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Especially right now, you can find it on a nice cheap price. Uh, it's a great adventure game. Um, some annoying puzzles, but overall, the storyline was really good. So, that's where all your money will be going. So, I mean, that's why there is no Steam sale, because they just know you, you need to save anyways. Well, one of the nice things that Gabe Newell was doing was, since he noticed that there was a huge uptick in traffic, they took some lesser known but really good games and stuck them on sale and put them on the front page. Right. So, like, well, you're coming here, check this out, and you want something that's a great deal? Here, here give, you go. Give these indie developers uh, a shot. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So they got the, the, the good guy Gabe meme going. Yeah. <laughs> Sees ton of traffic coming looking for summer sale. Promotes underappreciated games. Right. It's like, 
Oh, well, I mean, you know, speaking about games on my backlog, I still have the Humble Indie Bundle yeah. sitting on my machine. I haven't done anything with that yet. I have like uh. two, two years' worth of Humble Indie Bundle <laughs> that I haven't played every game of. Yeah. So. Copious spare time. So do you like being a well-trained assassin in a game? You're not supposed to talk about that. No, do you just do you like it? Oh, in a game, in yeah. a game. Oh, um, yeah, yes, yes. Do you like monkeys? Monkeys. Who doesn't like monkeys? Uh, There's a game coming monkeys. out called Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a monkey hitman. Of course it is. <laughs> That's all I know about it. But it was such a good <laughs> teaser little tidbit on one of these news sites. I that was like, goes on the shelf I have right to, next to Frobot. I have to talk about that. <laughs> they, took it, they took the monkeys from the uh, what? You're Welcome America. Yeah, exactly. They gave them a little more training. Operation Speargun uh, Monkey. Yeah, Operation Speargun Monkey turned them into hitman. Monkeys. Oh god. <laughs> Are they at least entertaining the children? <laughs> of course not, sir. <laughs> I doubt it, sir. I, I suspect that this game was developed from a meme because there is a meme out there of Hitman Monkey. Is there? Oh, yes. really? It's basically, it's Hitman Monkey derives no joy from life. And basically, it's a picture of a sad-looking monkey. And Aww. people Photoshop in, like, garrots and, and things. <laughs> <laughs> Hitman Monkey finds Aww. no joy in life. That's awesome. Okay, so one of, you know this is one of the reasons why I love our research thread, which we'll give uh, props, props next next segment yes, too. However, yes. this is one of those news stories I kind of missed, which was the EU rules that oh, games right. that are downloaded can be resold. resold. Yep. Right of first, right of first sale persists. Yeah. Which base, which funny enough, it came from a non-gaming issue. It came from right. an Oracle license mm-hmm. where right. they wanted to resell a license that was theirs. And Oracle said, no, 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 and took him to court. And the court came back and said, no, because it's a permanent license, you've lost your, your control of that. Right. It's now legal for this person to, to, to resell, resell it. it. Which, of course, then has wide-reaching impact. Bulb. You know, Steam, Origin, all these services now have to go, uh-oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. And great. suddenly our DRM is illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is huge. I mean, it was... It's it has stunning ramifications. Obviously, they're going to tie it back up in courts again. Of course, but I'm now that they've seen a victory overseas. I'm waiting for now a suit to happen here in America. You'll be waiting a very long time. Oh, I'm sure somebody will at least start the suit now. Whether oh, yes. or not they'll they'll get anywhere, I don't know. It, it'll take they'll tie it up for sure because it's it's it changes everything, especially when you look at Microsoft and Sony looking at every way possible to stop resale of, of games for their next generation consoles. Mm-hmm. And now you have basically a court saying, yeah, all the, those efforts you're doing, yeah, they still can resell the games. Yeah. <laughs> and preventing them from doing that is breaking the law. Is, yeah. I mean, yes. that, that's the bit that gets me interested is the implication of that is since they're permitted to do it, you're not permitted to, to stop, stop them. them. Right. Yes. That means DRM must have a mechanism for transferring ownership at least. Right. So the DRM itself is not illegal, but preventing someone from being able to reassign that license to another person at least one time. Yeah. It's a whole concept of the right of first sale that has massive implications. Huge amount. And it's some big. small redesign of systems may be required. Oh, for sure. Which Possibly. Is Completely awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's one of those things like they, they what? They judged in favor of the consumer. Oh, oh my god. Pretty routinely, you'll see stuff coming out of the EU much more forward-looking, much more in touch with the technologies of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen some of the more ridiculous patent enforcement suits just get thrown out yeah. over there. 
Um, I mean, you can't buy a Samsung Galaxy Nexus in the United States right now. Right. Because Apple is enforcing some of the most ridiculous patents that should never have... Once patents were allowed to be offered on software, everything went to hell. Mm -hmm. They took a an 18th century patent system and tried to apply it to tw late 20th, early 21st century technologies. Right. And we've been down the rabbit hole ever since. Oh, yeah. So basically, the slide to unlock feature is hotly contested. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really? The feature that allows you to do a single search entry and search on your device and the web in one entry is what is holding up sales of the oh Galaxy Nexus in the U.S. Because Apple has a patent on that. That's crazy. Whatever. And it's been thrown out elsewhere because of obviousness. Yeah. We basically say, you can't patent something that freaking obvious. obvious. You yeah. can in the U.S. Sure. Because the... Capitalism. People, you know, the people screening the patents have no idea what the hell they're looking at. Oh, I'm sure. Um, the backlogs are incredible, and it's, it's, just, it's very, very broken. But it annoys me that I'm being kept from my Galaxy Nexus. Yeah. Now, they've, they've already re-engineered it and they're patching all the ones and they've already reopened sales with a two-week delay. Mm -hmm. But it still pisses me off that they even had to go through that. No, I'm sure. But I'm not bitter. So, yeah. Well, at least that gives me a little bit of hope, though. That's, that's a really interesting... Pusar, we're moving to the Netherlands. Yeah, exactly. Save we're coming spot. there. Yep. Get us some homes. Yep. <laughs> Um, some other little tidbits, uh, like we mentioned, Borderlands 2 is slated for September. Mm -hmm. Keep your save game because it unlocks a bunch of custom costumes and headgear for your guys. Excellent. Which is kind of sweet. Um, there's also a large position for uh, position petition for aliens, colonial marines because they've noticed there's no female marines in what a concept. Which oh, you know. Wow. I mean. There's only like Vasquez and you know the main character of the series. And then granted, she, Ripley's not a marine, but nonetheless, they female had, strong they the, the female pilot, she does right? Have the pilot, boobs. yeah. She did. Yeah. Damn. Mm. And like Hudson said, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for, for a man? man? No. No. Have you? Have you? Love <laughs> <laughs> that. One of the so. best lines ever. <laughs> yeah. So it seems it's one of those like really guys. I mean, it's part of your universe already. It's not mm -hmm. like you're even you know trying to cater to female gamers in this case it's just it, it makes sense just put it in there let alone the fact yeah i mean come on let's mix it up here how a this bit. even made it to launch without someone noticing um there's no girls guys. in this game right <laughs> it's just the future and we already have female soldiers now yeah. so where do they go between now and then yeah so kind of an odd odd situation yeah. And then lastly, as we uh, mentioned before, that Sony is so interested in getting off of retail discs, uh, they've actually acquired now a cloud service mm -hmm. named Gaikai. Gaikai. So large, they've gone out, bought a large cloud-based uh, service. Um, looks definitely like the direction they want to go for the PS4 or whatever, 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 whatever it, it ends up being yeah. named. Microsoft has purchased uh, Xbox eight domain names, mm. left, right, and center. 
Is that going to include Windows 8 then on it? One may imply, or they're just yeah. trying to unify mm. their naming convention. Right. Mm. Which they've already screwed up because the tablets already come in two flavors, Windows RT and, and Windows, Windows 8. And Windows 8, I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, we, we might have to talk about that tablet in the next segment <laughs> since Possibly. that kind of happened while we were on Off. our break. Yeah. yeah. In mean, all of its non-event glory. The people, people speculate that <laughs> you take you know, at Xbox 8, turn it outside, and you have Xbox Infinity. Ooh. Ooh. That's kind of cool. That's what I'd call my Xbox. So if they're trying, if they're, but they, the people who watch these registrations like a hawk to try and figure out ahead of time what people are doing. And Apple's kind of mastered the concept of they will create shell corporations and buy up these resources anonymously ahead of time and not tip their hand. Microsoft hasn't bothered with it. They just went out and registered the domain names of Xbox 8 and all the, vari- the variations thereof. So one would assume they're thinking of how they're going to name whatever the next hardware is going to be. Hmm. So Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox 8 makes perfect sense. It does. Yeah. Just shoot me. Well, I mean, you can name it whatever cares? you want. <laughs> 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 who cares what the name is? Does it work? Awesome. Well, I mean, Nintendo went from Nintendo 8-bit to Super Nintendo to GameCube to Nintendo 64 to, to Wii. So and now the Wii U. Yeah. Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Really only, I mean, you know, Sega went Master System to Genesis to Saturn to Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. So naming conventions, the only Sony does PlayStation 1, 2, and 3. And then, but then they came out with PlayStation the 2, PlayStation Vita, which has... The PS Vita. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't I don't think there's any big deal in ha- not having a sequential naming system or a yeah, I mean, if they'd stuck comprehensible... Yeah, it, it would have been the PlayStation Portable 2. Right. And they, they didn't do it. They did the PSP. And then what was the, what was the second one? Uh, PSP Go. PSP Go. And then... the now it's the now it's PS Vita, Vita. yeah, mm-hmm. which apparently is, is a surprisingly good mobile platform. Yeah, they've already talked about you know again for Borderlands news they might be uh, shipping out a or the border the makers of Borderlands have basically given Sony permissions to find another developer to make a version of it for the Vita that would interact with your main copy and allow you to play it on the go basically. Sexy, so you can keep leveling your character, which is kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a good integration. So the. Burp. Excuse me. Um, what the heck was I going to say? I don't know. I'm sure it was awesome and full of wisdom. Yeah, it was. Yes. <laughs> and it's gone. Scene. And All right. <laughs> so that brings us handily to our next break. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Got a little XORB queued up for you. My bubble point is coming your way right after this. Type frag ad. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. 
listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com, as we cruise on mightily into Research Chaos, Mm -hmm. fueled by our all-volunteer research team, to whom we are very thankful for all the hard work that they do. Grail, do you have a listing of who done participated this weekend and actually last end? Yeah, that's where I got most of it from, um, but uh, Boba Fetish was on there. Excuse me. Boba Fetish. Yeah, he was on both this week's and last week's Boba thread. Fetish. Boba Fetish. There you go. And then we had Aid, Pusar, MacBit. Not to be confused with MacButt. And now Fangs. Fangs with a Z and a Z. It's what makes it cool. So, and Barry VA did post something, but he really wasn't useful. So Who? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we kind of ignore oh, that one. Oh, God. That. Oh, that guy. The guy with the beard. Right, right. <laughs> He posted humor because he took offense at the name of the thread, which was the shaved edition. Shaved. Yeah. Clean shaven. Uh, mm-hmm. It would be offensive to Reginald, would it not? That's right. It's like threatening assassination. The freshly sa- shaved edition. Sorry about that. that was Aside from Sir Reginald. So they did append the dame. So ah, that's good. Okay. So they left him alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. They killed all other beards. Yeah. Got it. Ah. Very nice. <laughs> so... Uh, I was showing Eyelight this one as we were winding down our day, as is now our nerdy way of doing it, side by side, on our iPads, ignoring mm. each other. No. Um, <laughs> that doesn't happen ever at our place. <laughs> other than every <laughs> single night. So every year, San Diego has the Big Boom, which is this massive fireworks display right where they have five barges out in the water and synchronized to music and <laughs> there was a s- few minutes before it was scheduled to begin there was a small technical glitch where they sent a test signal out to the five barges which ignited about three quarters of the payloads all at once yeah in like eight seconds 14 seconds <laughs> 18 minutes worth of stuff gone in 14 seconds. seconds it was incredible because i mean the people watching it must have been like this oh, is going this to be gonna the be best show ever if this is how they're opening it you go to the website <laughs> where they go to the big bay boom yeah and they still have all the advertisements up and all the here's how you park here's where right Tens of thousands of people are going to be there it's awesome it's incredible and he's look i mean there's this tiny little disclaimer Due to a technical error, the entire payload, was, we're looking into it now. And but this, the, the juxtaposition of the, we blew our wad in 14 seconds, uh, right underneath the, it is so cool, it is awesome, it goes on forever. Ah, it's like, oh my God. This is brilliant. And of course, there's perfect video of it happening yep. yeah. all over YouTube. So if you go to where Barry VA is linking in the IRC, it'll also be in the show notes. It is... I mean, just seeing all of those rockets going off at the same moment, you, you always kind of 
kind of wondered yeah. what that would look like. <laughs> well, they did they, they did it, but they also did it, you know five barges at right. once. Yeah. So it's not like it's like one small fire. You kind of wanted to see it, even though and it kind of ruins have. your Fourth of July because yeah. that's it. You, you're kind of that's it for the fireworks. You still you kind of want to see that once. Although you know what, I saw the video and. It's not pretty. No. No, it's just a massive it's explosion just, in the it's sky. It's a bunch of sparkles in one big ball. You can't decipher any of them. Yeah. It's not so cool. No. No. Although on the cool side, we did see some pretty neat uh, fireworks on yeah. the Evanston Beach. Where mm-hmm. There was a lot of really neat ones, but the one that stood out was the smiley face. Yeah, the new smiley face one. That was I've cute. Seen Those were cute. Yeah, smiley face. They're getting good. It wasn't my face. favorite, but it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Microsoft. Let's go to that one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go to that one. Mental Gear Shift and uh, Microsoft. Wait. Switch, switch it Microsoft. up. We're going to Microsoft Speaking now. Of blowing your wad in 14 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I give you Microsoft. Microsoft. <laughs> um, no, obviously they came out with their big counter Apple announcement, which was... Two years later. To say, here's our tablet. And they took the name that they already had, which mm-hmm. was the Surface, mm-hmm. which they had previously used for their tabletop touch interface. Yes. Yes. And repurposed it for... The a tablet. One. Tablets. Tablets. Couple, couple yes. different versions of a tablet. So not just a difference in hard drive spa- space, but it's also a difference in OS. It's a, it's a completely different hardware, different yeah. everything. Yeah, so that was interesting, and not a huge amount of details yet. No, no details at all, really. But um, some basic stuff has come out. The well, pricing, the they kind of gave you an idea of where the pricing was going to be at. On the two different flavors. The mm-hmm. RT will be comparable to an iPad pricing. Um, Windows 8 will be comparable to, like an, to like an Ultrabook. Mm-hmm. So. Well, to, to back up the truck, there's two different tablet form factors they're talking right. about. The Surface, which will run Windows 8, mm-hmm. and this, another version of the Surface based on the ARM processor architecture, right. which will run a recompiled version of Windows 8 called Windows RT. Right. Mm-hmm. The catch here is Windows RT will not run Windows 8 software. Mm. Okay. It will have to run applications that are specifically Built recompiled for, for the ARM architecture. Okay. So they've just released a pre-fragmented product line will uh, windows 8 run rt no wow that's kind of dumb dumb yeah Mm, interesting they're trying to serve two different masters here because they're doing a tablet now this is a freaking intel i5 architecture this is basically everything i have been waiting for in a tablet yeah it's a full notebook power Mm -hmm. running full windows 8 in a tablet form factor. With the built-in keyboard. With the keyboard built into the cover. The cover. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a, a nice innovation. Yeah. That Apple will duplicate in a year and everyone will think it's the second coming. Right. But Microsoft has tried this before. The original tablet PCs right. were mm-hmm. recompiled versions of Windows XP and then Windows Vista and then Windows 7 that ran on full notebooks where they the screen would flip around right. and you'd use a pen. Right. Sure. So the major difference is here, it's, it's a capacitive touchscreen this time with touch interface. Right. Mm-hmm. And Windows 8 was built from the ground up with the Metro interface in mind. Sure. And a whole method of, of accessing the device with touchscreens as part of the thought process. Instead of trying to make the traditional desktop work 
with a touchscreen, which is why they came up with the stylus, Mm because you had to replace the mouse with something. Something, yeah. And oh my God, did they suck. Because the tablet, the Microsoft tablets predate the iPad by years. They just sucked. Nobody cared because there was a bad interface. It wasn't purpose-built like the iPad was. So this could possibly be Microsoft's great comeback. Mm -hmm. The benefit to the full Windows 8 version is it's full Windows 8. You can bring up the desktop. You can flip it around with the built-in. You put the kickstand out and the soft keyboard in the cover is right there. And you have basically... A little laptop. Well, it's a reverse Ultrabook. You basically look at it and with a regular Ultrabook, the keyboard's in the base Mm -hmm. and the... Um, and the computing equipment is in the base where the keyboard is. Right. And the screen is just the screen. Right. Now it's the other way around. The screen has the computing equipment behind it. Yep. And the keyboard is in the lid. It's just a keyboard. Yeah. But it's basically an ultra yeah. flipped around. Yeah. Right. That well, you can also very easily turn into a full tablet. The the keyboard and the we're still waiting for actual people to touch the keyboard and such. Which they weren't allowed but to do. But everybody has, I mean, their their whole thing is the keyboard is very works well it's touch sensitive so it can tell how much pressure you're putting on it um the kickstand feature obviously is just kind of like duh why isn't that you're gonna put a keyboard in the lid you kind of have to have that but i mean why doesn't every tablet just have that thing i mean that's just the more stuff like that you add the thicker it gets basically so these ones are going thick anyway because they're running the full intel right processor right but the main thing to me microsoft does a few things still really really well one of their biggest areas they do great is their office programs Mm -hmm. and it's going to come with office The Windows 8 version one is going to have Excel, PowerPoint, and Word. The non-Windows 8 version, I think, comes with at least Word. Or a version recompiled for it. Yeah, works well enough for it. Right. And will open the documents and do all that, which is something is still tricky to to get done on your iPad. And really, every review I read about the, the, the announcement and such is people said, while this will be a good competitor for the iPad, what this really, especially the Windows 8 version is targeting, it's basically taking out the MacBook Airs. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's basically saying, yes. why do you need an Air when this thing is much more portable, even mm-hmm. than the Air, and will give you the full suite of all those, all you journalists, everybody that has to have a portable way of, of typing up documents and stuff, here you go. And In the size or slightly larger than an iPad. Right. right. Now, the big question mark that they have not addressed are... Battery life. Yes, yes, that's a huge one. And heat. That too. Oh, no, they did say something. It has a new... Um, they've said they tried... They've adjusted... They've, the architecture is built to allow for venting of heat. That's yes. supposed to be fine. But again, we yeah. have to wait for the proof is in what the pudding the once is. people exactly. are actually you know, touching as you know, the Intel i5 wasn't originally designed with portability in mind. Right. So I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. You give me full computing power. I understand why they didn't go with an i7 or something bigger than that because power consumption is crazy. But in a tablet where there's no active cooling yeah, and you're running off of, I'm assuming, lithium-ion batteries, right. I mean, one of the strengths of the tablets in general, because they're completely solid state, which this also is, right. but they all run on the RISC processors that have been purpose-built for portability. They're trying to shoehorn a CISC processor that was designed for an Ultrabook into this tablet. And I'm not sure if it's going to be a good fit, which is why I think they have these two parallel development 
ideas because they have the RT version running on the ARM processor, which will be everything you've come to expect from a tablet. Mm -hmm. It is going to have huge battery life. It's going to be very thin. It's going to put off very little heat. It's going to be very responsive, and it will do a few things well. It'll be your portable entertainment device. It'll do your email, web browsing, Windows RT with a Metro interface. I think that's going to be a really great device mm -hmm. for as a competitor to the existing tablets. Mm -hmm. I was hoping they'd come in with lower price points yeah. rather than trying to go head-to-head -head with Apple. But I see them trying to carve out this other niche. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I wasn't convinced that the niche for the iPad existed in the first place. Right. So don't listen to me. Right. <laughs> I'm just wondering if is there a demand for this middle device when they're simultaneously pushing ultrabooks? I think there is yeah. because again, well, at least with Daxa and a lot of people are in her same boat of wanting a tablet that can do laptop things. And I, to me, it was one of those announcements yeah. where I said, "There's still question marks." For me, the biggest question mark is what's their app store going to look like? Yeah, yeah, because that's the one thing that I'm. It's hard to go against. Apple's App Store oh, and even got, Google's App Store is pretty robust compared to Microsoft. It's a whole new ball game of them having to and get well, everything And again, up they're going to have two different App Stores. Yeah, they're going to have one for the Windows version, one for the RT version. Now, if they do a good job right. encouraging people to develop for them, and it's, it's all going to be the, kitch, the the chicken and the egg thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. they need to sell a lot of these things to get developers interested. And, and people are only going to buy a lot of them if there's a lot of apps. And like, right. uh, yeah. Uh, so. yeah, that that is the one downfall for me because I really have always wanted to do more with my iPad than I really can do with my iPad. And what I really, Grail always said, well, what you really want is a laptop. But I don't want a huge laptop. I want something that can slip in my purse. So this may be the thing for you. So this is definitely what I've been waiting for. If as it delivers. As long as it delivers what it's saying. And right. my one reservation is my apps. Because I do have my iPhone. Well, if you're, going for the, if you're going for the Intel version, you just run your programs. True. Right. But again, it's, it's more the, certain, the integration. It's more the integration. Because she has an iPhone. She right. has an iPad. It's hard to lose some of that. You know, it's really nice to be able to download a program, have it appear everywhere, and just kind of go and use it. Yeah, that is one of the beautiful things about the various app stores. And I've experienced this both on Google Play and on the Apple. Mm -hmm. When you introduce a new device... And everything just magically shows up. Right. As soon as you exactly. sign in with the right user account, you're you're good to go. I've, I've nuked my Nexus One a couple of times, reloaded it, and everything just came right back. And same thing with adding. You know, I switched to an iPhone, and all my iPad apps just right. Oh, yeah, here you go, boss. Yeah, like, that's the okay, nice that's thing. That's pretty good. And so Microsoft needs to rise to at least that level. Yeah. Exactly. Now at the same time, we have. Um, coming out from, God, why am I drawing a blank here? The other new low-end tablet. Google. Google, thank you. Mm -hmm. Google, Google has the Nexus Google. 7. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, interesting. They've basically thrown down the gauntlet with Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And But Amazon, of course, is moving around the background saying, <coughs> Fire 2, Fire 2, coming yeah, soon. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the Google Nexus 7 uh, announced at Google I.O. Great-looking device, 7-inch tablet. Mm-hmm. And superior to the Kindle Fire in pretty much every important way. It's full Android instead of the From heavily skinned and uh, locked down standpoint. From a hardware standpoint, I'll agree with you. From, not from a software standpoint. Oh, I mean from the OS. Yeah. yeah. And it also, it's, it's a slight step up hardware-wise because it actually has a camera. Right. right. Um, better processor. It's, it's, it's an evolutionary step yeah. forward. It's made by HTC. Yeah. HTC knows their stuff. 
it's almost a, like and it it can it does a lot of what an iPad would do. Yeah, yes. just in a seven inch form. So it, it, the thing it's lacking is Amazon's wealth of content. Yes. But you can access for it an, all for an entertainment device. You can install the Amazon App Store on it, right? And it runs all the native. It does, I, it does many things the iPad does not do, like Amazon Prime Videos. Sure. And oh, so. it's 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 awesome. But I mean, in that case, Amazon just kind of goes, <laughs> "That's awesome. Yeah, I'll install that app on there. Buy our content. That's where we're making our money right exactly. now. They're barely breaking even on the fire. Right. So it's you know again, well, they're they're kind of winning by default in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love to see competition in that realm. Yeah. I was, it was interesting to note, I went to Costco a couple of times recently and right in the front door, there were three different tablets. Always. There's a, the Samsung 10 inch, uh, Samsung seven inch, and then Bob's tablet company, yeah. another version of Android. But the fact that it's hit mainstream enough where Costco is bulk stacking them and the, you know, the ice cream sandwich interface and those things. Mm -hmm. Very mature, really yeah. good. The pricing was great. We're talking sub three hundred dollars in all cases oh, yeah. for a ten point one inch tablet. Mm -hmm. um, Isn't the Google run running on Jelly Bean? Yeah, it will be the new on one. Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Yeah. It will be four dot one. Yeah. Um, but the the big thing is that they've gone with HTC to exclusively produce this tablet, which right. is the Google tablet. Amazon. Um, who produces theirs? I don't remember. I don't know who company. makes them, but I know it's not Samsung. And Microsoft's big thing, though, is that they're right now in-housing their production of their iPad, they're doing their, their Surface. Their Surface. Right, they're doing it themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, Microsoft has re-entered the hardware business right. outside of the Xbox. And then, obviously, Apple produces all their stuff. See, and here's where Apple's strategy is really paying off. Because for years, they have been buying up the supply chain. So all the components that go into making a tablet and a phone and an iPod touch, they own the production facilities or they have exclusive rights with these major manufacturers that they will only make these components for Apple. And Apple also has their custom designs, the A-series processors, the A4 and the A5. Mm -hmm. Apple's design produced by these companies and these companies had to sign ex exclusivity deals with Apple saying, mm -hmm. we will only produce for you. Right. So now we have these other guys coming knocking and saying, hey, I see you have a huge fabrication facility. We'd like you to make some, IR, some ICs for our tablets. I'm sorry, we have an exclusive deal with Apple. We can't deal with you. Right. So they are coming up with a shortage of suppliers because Apple got there first, yeah. mm -hmm. was able to promise them, you will have business from us for this number of years if you sign here. And back then, nobody else was knocking. Right. So... Very savvy business oh, yeah. dealings. Oh, yeah. And now the other guys are really, oh, crap. Yeah. And they have to start from scratch. Either go with smaller providers who maybe can't meet the production demands or do it to a lower standard, or they have to build something from scratch. So, I mean, Apple is just sitting back and giggling at this oh, yeah. point. Now, they, they shouldn't rest on their laurels. No. Because people will catch up because the global demand for these things is going crazy. Well, you can see, though, where other people are looking to say, well, we want to get these exclusive deals built up, which is now detriment of all these producers that are out there. I mean, the Samsungs, the uh, Acers, the ones that are putting together these tablets that are now going, oh, my God, we've what, what do we put out now? We, we're going to be like second, third tier because mm -hmm. the big boys have decided in-house their production. Right, be because we, or weren't, we weren't allowed to sign with them because we said we wouldn't. Right. Yes. Crap. Yeah. Hindsight. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it's uh, yeah. and it's all ultimately good for us, the consumers, because it's all competition, variety, choice. Um, I'm very curious to get my hands on my first jelly bean device. Yeah, to hmm. see. Um, I haven't really had a chance to really extensively play with ice cream sandwich that much, really. Um, I still I intend, you know, in my copious spare time when I have some spare cash, <laughs> to get a Galaxy Nexus at some point um, and sample 4G and see what ice cream sandwich. So by the time I get to it, it's going to be it's going to have jelly bean on it because that yeah. was the way that uh, Google is getting around the. Uh, patent suit is to rush out Jelly Bean mm-hmm. with right. edits that make it not uh, conflict with the patent yeah. for the Galaxy Nexus. So in the next two weeks or so, Jelly Bean will be on the Galaxy Nexus and you'll be able to buy it be that. Yeah. And it'll all be good. So, good time to be a geek. Yeah. So I actually did find it says it sports a unique vented active cooling system, but it doesn't say what it is. Yeah. If it's truly active, it means it has a cooling fan. That's a little That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Because then you've moved away from full solid state to something right. mechanical. That could break. It sucks up battery life. Sure. It makes noise, and it can break. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to yeah. see. Nobody's cracked one open yet or anything, right. so we'll, we'll have to see what what comes of it. No uh, one's able to touch it long enough. Yeah, to exactly. <laughs> well, they're not letting anybody touch it. Yeah. You remember when we were at CS and they had the Samsung yeah. Windows and 8 like, tablet? Ooh, yeah. Look they had at that it. thing was glued down, plugged into power. You could you know, kind of swipe back and forth, and they were, then they were like, move along. Yeah, Go move away. Along. Go away. You've yeah. touched it enough. You, you've touched the Metro interface. Yes. Move along. Uh, so to end on a lighter note, mm-hmm. they've opened up in England, or they're they're going to be start taking orders for you to have the opportunity to go through a zombie shopping mall. How awesome yes. is that? A real life Dawn of the Dead experience. They already sold out their first two months. Yeah, it's uh, brilliant. It's an abandoned shopping mall. It's an abandoned shopping mall that is going to be demolished, and mm-hmm. until it is demolished, they have rented it out to do these scenes where you can. Participate, participate in. in a zombie apocalypse and they give you the what a limited amount of ammo yeah nerf so, guns ner- well it's airsoft um, it's airsoft, airsoft i'm sorry airsoft, airsoft guns and you have to be resourceful because you have a limited amount of ammo and weapons and you have to be a team player because you're not going to survive by yourself i just made a horrible mistake of just jumping into a random sentence in the irc and I see from Emperor the phrase, virgins is the way to go. That way, if you aren't any good, they don't know the difference. Don't ever jump in the middle of a conversation <laughs> on the IRC, kids. Okay. Just, just don't do it. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. So zombies. <laughs> focus, no. Focus. 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 <laughs> How could I unsee that? They're zombies, though. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought that's a really great idea. Yeah. You know? I mean, they, they said they Ingenious. had a zombie boot camp before, yes. which they charged 90 bucks for, and they sold out with no problem. Right. So this one, I can only imagine, because they said that to get through the whole thing, it's about two to two and a half hours, hours, where you go in with a group, and you have multiple groups that are working together, and you have very limited ammo, and obviously they... You know, there's rules. It's not, you know, you can't go in and start punching people. It's, it's nonviolent. The yeah. zombies, if they get you, they will tackle, not tackle you, but they will hold you down yeah. and say brains in your ears. Right. That's pretty much what it comes down to, but no violence. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, I, w- I would do it in a heartbeat. And it's $190 <laughs> for the opportunity. I would do it. Of course you would. Yeah. It, it would be <laughs> That'd great. Be awesome. That would be so much fun. Imagine, imagine the pictures you would have. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moving right along, we come to our final break. 
When we return for the fourth half of the show, we'll be taking your calls. Dust off your copies of Skype now. Point them at VTW Shows or go to the front page of VTWProductions.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner for the... I'm not mine. With the Skype icon in the lower right-hand corner. And if you have Skype click to call properly installed, you merely need to click upon the icon and you will be calling us. But wait until we return to do that. Mm-hmm. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Got a little Jonathan Colton queued up for you guys. This is Nemesis off his most recent album, Artificial Heart. We'll be back right after this. It's an amazing smile Even the suit has teeth Everything flash and guile Nothing underneath Except a small black heart No one sees but me I've been watching I can see you start to wonder Could it be that you need me To keep you out To run you faster Promise me you'll let me be the one The worst of all your enemies Pretending you're a friend to me Say that we'll be nemesis Being a brilliant man Going to great expense Devising a master plan Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. 
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. And to remind you, the call-in topic of the day is, do you have a backlog of games looming over you, and do you consider this to be a good or a bad thing when you've got a backlog of games to choose from? Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is True. True. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Yeah, it's like every Steam sale, it's like I keep buying more stuff. And it just keeps building up, and between Steam sales, I kind of wear them down, but I've still got Telltale games I bought two years ago that I haven't started playing yet. Oh, God. <laughs> Substantial backlog like, now. Do you consider that to be a plus or a minus? Do you rail against it? Are you happy that you always have something to reach for that's new when you have time? How do you feel about it? It always seems like uh, when I have time is when my internet is out, and of course, when the internet is out, it's a coin flip if Steam wants to be cooperative or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, strong argument against the freaking always on DRM. We hate you, we hate you, we hate you. Die, 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 die. <laughs> Sorry. By the, by the way, it's like uh, one thing you were mentioning about the Windows 8 RT uh, with apps. The apps may not be as bad as we think. Uh, one thing they announced at the, develop the developers' conference a few weeks after Surface was announced that. The new Visual Studio, if you design a Metro app, an app for the Windows 8 Metro interface, the code will cross-compile for RT and x86 x out of one set of code without having to recode it. That Ooh, is huge. That's nice. So that's you should see a support. whole lot of... So for people who use Microsoft tools, mm -hmm. we should see a lot of the apps for Windows RT come out. Excellent. Since that's, they are pushing that Metro interface for X86. That hmm. bodes well. That's nice. Good to know. Excellent. All right, we got people piling up in the queue here, so I'm going to kick you to the curb. Bye -bye, thank you. you. True, thank Catch you for you calling in. Catch you next time. And you are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Sean Caster. Sean hey. Caster, oh, young one, how the heck are you? I'm doing all right. Trying to and beat the heat. But ah, what part of the world are you in? East Coast. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my. It's been a bit steamy there. Yes, it has. Yeah. yeah we, we don't have to deal with the humidity quite as much here in Arizona. It is quite freaking hot. Thank goodness. But yeah. it, at least it's a slightly drier heat than usual. <laughs> so, are you looking at a massive pile of games, or are you all caught up and looking for something new? Well, let's pull up the Steam list. <laughs> One, I think we have our answer. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 12, 13 games I haven't even installed on my computer. Never and touched before. Nope. Wow. Actually, wow. one of them source filmmaker. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You and everybody else just downloaded that, but it's not exactly a game. Yeah. And then, of course, what? I've got Civ Five. I've been playing. I've been starting to finally play Skyrim. I'm yeah. always playing Minecraft. Yeah. Now, when you have these massive backlogs, do you consider it positive or negative? I think it's both good and bad. It's good that there's a lot of games that I want to play, but it's also bad that there's so many because I don't have enough time to play them all. Right. Right. Not enough time in all the world. Nope. All right, we got a lot of people queuing up to call, oh so I'm going to cut you short. Thank you for your oh. input. Okay. Be well. See Bye-bye. All right. Willkommen to Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? What kind of an accent was that? Oh, hush. Jeez. I got a present for you. No way, Got a present for you. Yeah. And how are you doing today? Uh, fair well, actually. It's Talia here. Oh, we got actually. I've got extra bodies here. Hang oh on. my god. I'm gonna. Too many people. Do I, yeah. I managed to somehow answer two of you at once? Uh, I didn't think that was possible. Pick one and go first. Well, Someone speak. 
I'll tell you what. I will tell you what. The one with the accent. Go first. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be me. The one with the accent. Who's calling? It's Talia. Hi, Talia. Hello. Hi. Um, well, uh, I've got a backlog that's pretty huge, so as long as Gabe is pushing his steam sale away, I'm a happy man because I've got Fallout, <laughs> New Vegas that I need to finish. I've got basically in the entire, let's see, uh, Fallout, yeah. I've got Frozen Synapse, Fox mm. Nora. I've got uh, Elder Scrolls Four with all the expansion packs. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, You're doomed. Uh, yeah. Both Batman games I still need to finish. The oh. Binding of Isaac, which is really weird. It's ugh, it's a really weird game. So I've got a huge backlog. What was the weird game? Uh, Binding uh, the Binding of Isaac. What is Binding that about? Of Isaac. Not sure. It's a, it's basically a game made by um, the guys who made um, what's the name again? Um, Meat Boy. So it's it's basically Zelda, but kind of weird. Instead of shooting arrows, you shoot tears. Oh, okay. oh delicious tears! I'm <laughs> uh, or infected, or it, it it's kind of weird. Interesting. It sounds it. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. So is this a bad thing to have this many games, or a good thing? Well, it, it's an, it's an it's a really good thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's. I've I've lived through the the nineties, and sometimes it was like I only had one game to play each mm. month, and now I have this huge list of games that I can basically. <laughs> you sound very happy and excited. <laughs> I know. Are right? you bouncing in your chair? <laughs> We've got the and the problem is I asked some of you, one of you, about Darksiders, and he said, yes. "Well, that's a good game, so that's mm -hmm. something that I need to play." As well. <laughs> We're then not you've helping. Got, uh, Grimrock, Legend of Grimrock that I'm oh, yeah. going to buy probably. And then Orcs versus Orcs Must Die 2. And then you've got XCOM. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get better. So no. you might as well embrace it. <laughs> just love it. <laughs> the next StarCraft is coming out. So. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Heart of the Swarm. Heart of the Good Swarm. Oh, eh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for calling in. I'm Thank you, Talia. Catch no you next time. Thank you for gracing Dax's ears with your fuzzy accent. And Thanks. we'll catch you next time. All right. So are you still there? The person I double picked up on. Yes. Ah, ah. who's calling? Whoops. DSX. Sorry. Hey. Hey. How's it going? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I have been playing some games this week. We've actually been out of uh, class since we... We get the entire Fourth of July week off. Ooh, that doesn't Ooh, nice. So, what have you been playing, and what have you got in your in your backlog list? Uh, I have a ton of games in my backlog list on both my on my Steam list and on my Xbox. I have, let's see, off the top of my head, I've got Skyrim, Batman: Arkham City. Those are just a couple of that I can remember. Those and are fairly course, major time sinks. Yeah. Yeah. So is and it a good course, thing or a bad I thing? Bought, I was going to say I bought a $550 graphics card this week. Oh, jeez. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, time's already making use of that. Got like a, a 680? What do you got? Yeah, 680. I picked up a uh, Asus uh, GeForce GTX 680. I couldn't get the 690 because it's $1,000. Yeah. That was really neat. 
Uh, buying Bleeding Edge costs you, and you get to be an unpaid bug bug tester for their drivers, and so you you did the right thing. And I barely got to keep the 680 only because Mrs. D got the uh, older card. Ah. <laughs> no, I got the bill. I have to pay for it for the next year. <laughs> trickle down. Yes, trickle down upgrades. Yeah. It's a happy thing. All righty. Thank you for calling in. I'm going to try and cram a few more in here before we run out of time. Be well. Catch you next time. Bye, Deus. And we got here. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? Uh, this is Viper Thrall. Viper Thrall, hey. how you doing? Hey. Doing well. How are you guys this afternoon? Good. We're still kicking. You got the superior microphone quality going on there. Hey, we can hear your radio voice. <laughs> uh, oh. Apologies if it's too loud. Hopefully I try to adjust the um, gain a little bit before calling. Yeah, it's all good. It's talk perfect. sultry to Daxa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why only me? He can talk sultry to you. That's right. I don't know how he swings, so I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. I have a wife and two daughters. So there you go. Right. This day and age, that could possibly mean absolutely nothing, but what the hell. So did Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do not so. bring Scientology down on us. That's right. <laughs> All right. So how are you doing on your backlog of games? You got a big one, or what do you got? Huge. Uh, much like the prior uh, callers in, I have probably about uh, you know six or seven out of my, you know, like, 20, 20, 30, you know, list off Steam right now that are installed on the system. And a good portion of those have never been touched. Uh, they were purchased whenever Steam was having these wonderful sales. And we were, you know, and I, I would say it's a good thing to have that kind of backlog, except for the fact that, unfortunately, as I'm getting older, it seems like I have less and less opportunity yeah. to get back and get to play some of those. And your backlog starts including things like Lego Batman and... Kirby uh-huh. and <laughs> tap tap and well yeah, yeah. it's like a Elder uh, Skyrim with mm-hmm. in it never got past the first chapter because something else came along yeah, yeah. that's yeah. beta horrible thing uh, that's why I'm playing right now is in a beta and they, they kind of tend to you know soul suck you anyway because trying to uh, give feedback and see the next new shiny they come out with every patch right. And it's, it's a good and a bad thing. You're helping develop the game. You are seeing it first, and but it's also that much more time-consuming. Yes, because you get into these silly things like um, testing to see what happens if you load out, you know, your character with, you know, all everything in this type of category, and then go out and do battle and see what, uh, you know, see if it you know, happens to kill the frame rate. Those type of deals. Yeah. Mm. And then writing up the report, and it's just exactly. lab yeah. rinse, repeat, and it just gets ugly. So, so yeah, you've got that's a whole new twist on the backlog, and and I'm in a beta too, so I'm right. not touching any of my new games because I'm spending all my time in the beta. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because Never. I'm I'm hoping that's going to be a wonderful release when it comes out, and so it'll continue to live on for you know many years to come. But hmm. and once you're off NDA, you can tell us more about it. Exactly. There you I, go. Yeah, I love NDA. I hate NDA. So mm-hmm. <laughs> be sure to call in when the time comes. Exactly. And all right. Your your input. Yes. And we're going to unceremoniously hang up. I need to make room for more because the call is to keep coming. Thank you. Bye. Take care, man. All right. Come on in. Welcome to the show. You're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Darahas. Darahas. Hey, Darahas. I'm hot. Ah, yes. You're not alone. As in sexy hot or as in temperature hot? Uh, No. (laughs) 
As in temperature hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at your picture in Skype and saying, hey, it's... Uh, the correct answer to that question is always, always yes. Always yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just help you out here. And that was a test question. If, Ray, if someone asks you if you're, you're hot, not. you, you say, say yes. yes. Do not qualify. Because I say no. <laughs> there you go. So how's your backlog doing on your uh, your gaming queue? Oh my god! <laughs> it was horrible. I, I have so much so much game and not enough time. You got game? Yeah. <laughs> See, told you. You should have answered yes. That's what I did. Steam there. games, console games. What type of games? All the games. All the games. Play have, all the games. I have. Diablo 1 and 2 to play, Unreal to play through, a bunch of PS2 and GameCube games. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, that's... Wow. It's not good if your game backlog consists of stuff from early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I have great games, but I just don't play them because I'm stuck between either Super Street Fighter 4 or League of Legends. Oh, okay. Mm. So it's the time sinks of your games that are preventing you from playing other ones. Yeah, and I have a lot of great games I could be playing. I have to play through Cave Story. Cave Story? Not, don't know that one. Uh, Cave Story is this really famous indie game, and I have the, the Plus version on Steam. It is a 2D platformer. It's a lot of fun, but it's also really freaking hard. Ah, mm. so classic uh, 2D platformer with mm-hmm. hard puzzles or just hard uh, Twitch hard reflexes? Okay. Hmm. Very so if hard you, if, if your Twitch reflexes are not uh, up to snuff, you'll be dying a lot. Yeah, and I'm at the end of the game where the boss is hurt ah. a lot. One nice. shot. More like multiple shots, and I can't do anything about it. Oh, lovely. So they hold you down, smack you around, and then you die. No, it's more like they throw tons of crap at me, and I can't do anything. Dodge. Not this. Go that way, really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. It's hard, Brilliant. It's hard when your 2D platformer suddenly becomes a bullet hell shooter. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah. Just a mm. tiny bit. Now, with this huge backlog, well, the question we've been asking is, do you like having this embarrassment of choice, or does it uh, bother you? It's horrible. Nah, I don't know what to play. <laughs> it's like, I got Cthulhu Saves the World, and then over there it's Breath of Death 7, then there's Alice Madness Returns, and it's like... Just give me a game and I'll play it. <laughs> Too much choice. Someone needs to choose Just for me. Just tell me what to play. Yes. Oh, that's exactly. funny. Someone needs to save me from myself. Yeah. Well, Darhouse, thank you for calling in. We're going to make room for more who've been calling in. We'll catch okay. you next time. Bye. Oh, one thing. Yeah. I got Did you guys check out what I sent you? The, uh-huh. Let's see. I've got it right here. Hang on. I was in the notes. We just ran out of time. This was the infographic, right? Uh, no, it was the it's on YouTube. Damn. Oh, was it a was it the Star Wars one? Uh, no, it was the no. no I'll okay. just have to re- I'll just have, have to resend, resend it. it. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not seeing it yeah. there. I was confusing you with somebody else. Sorry. For next week. Okay. Stand Thank by. You. Cool. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? Hello, this is Leon Oates on the air. Welcome to the doing? show. I mean, are you first time caller? I think, right? Yes, pretty much. Welcome to Yay. the welcome to the tribe. One of us. Virgin <laughs> caller. For, I, I'm, I'm leaving that one for you, Daxa. <laughs> Daxa, 
This one's all yours. Go. Are you hot? <laughs> For her, I'll answer yes. There you go. There you go. You're learning. You learn well. You learn fast. That's what you need. They can be taught. Um, So, games. What's your backlog of games look like? Oh, geez. Actually, I don't really have a whole backlog, actually. Most of it I have completed. Good. (gasps) You are an exception. Welcome. Yes. I am one of the weird ones. Then again, I am Canadian, so. Oh, that explains everything. You have time. the grand realm of the North, Canada. Huh. So you, since you don't have much of a backlog, then what are you currently playing, or are you just waiting on something? Uh, let's see. I have been playing Darksiders 1. I have been playing uh, mostly the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. I have oh. no idea why I find it fun, but I just enjoy it. Something for everybody. Right on. Cool. Well, that's good. So then... As a quick aside on the Mass Effect 3, did you even bother going with the free DLC with the extended endings, or did you not care? Eh, either or. I just... I got it just to see what it was like, mm-hmm. uh, what they did. It oh, did you, answer... You weren't, you weren't question. waiting with bated breath, though? No. No, I wasn't. And the impression I get is it's basically it just fleshes out the story better and answers more clearly some of the questions about what exactly the hell just happened. Yeah, what the hell, the thing that just happened, stuff like that. Okay. It explains like, how your crew got back on the ship. and The fact that they're not actually uh, stranded there and... Yeah, a bunch of my buddies on Origin were kind of pissed. <laughs> Before or after the new DLC? Before, when they first yeah, finished okay. the game. When it, was, when it was just the really short, not a lot of answers ending of, and the fact that there seemed to be so little real difference between the three choices. I like the fact that they added the fourth choice where you can choose Fuck to... You all. Yeah, just screw you all. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not taking one of your three choices, and they gave you a, a little tiny coda as to what would happen if, if you were to choose not to choose. Hmm. Exactly. Which I Good. thought was nice. Um, awesome. Um, so you, you are the first caller to not be suffering from a backlog. Congratulations nice. for that. Yes. Good job. Way to play through all those games. Way, way to have balance in your first, life. But then I got over it. I smartened up. I yeah. got better. <laughs> awesome. What'd well, you do? Decide not to sleep? Yeah. Um, like meth? Uh, <laughs> meth. No. <laughs> or did you just stop participating in Steam sales? There you go. <laughs> I was actually never really thought of the whole Steam sale thing. Oh, no. Oh, don't no. Don't do it. it. Yeah, that's going to destroy it. I was like, oh, my God. No way. Yeah, it's it's brutal. The summer you, sale you is coming. You end up spending like thirty bucks, and you have like ten new games, and yeah. that basically and starts all a backlog. Good. Yeah, that's how it all begins. All right. Well, thank you for being our virgin sacrifice, virgin yes. first time caller for the day. <laughs> and we will catch you next By the time. Way, Nomewise, thank you yeah. very much for uh, give, giving me the Android app of your little uh, casual hardcore. Excellent. Oh, um, good. Ho- hopefully, here I will uh, find some time. <laughs> Um, so funny to get them officially released for Apple and for uh, Android. But thank you for testing. Has it been working well for you? Yes, it has been. Not, it hasn't crashed once. I'm going to send some new updates because I think I've discovered a way to embed a player for the live stream into the app as well. So Perfect. I'll send that out to you guys when it uh, is ready for testing, and I'll be interested in your feedback. Nice. Thank you very much, Noam. Thank you. Take care. It was a pleasure to meet all of you. Awesome. Take care. Take care. And now, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow hairy white guy, Ursa Heel. Oh, hey! Good day, Gnome. Good day, Dax. Uh, good day. Actually, good day, Hardcore. Yeah! yeah. 
right. Right. So, <laughs> so Ursi, how's the pelt? Your second caller today who has no backlog of video games to play. Ah. Wow. How'd you do that? It's called World of Warcraft. Oh, um, yeah. That's still And, on you know, that. Diablo 3, you know. But, uh, no, I have been enjoying the hell out of it with the uh, kind of the uh, what really brought me back was the real ID. Hmm. The ah. usefulness of being able to, you know, now play with any characters, you know, I want. Well, okay, Alliance yeah. Ford, I mean, that's still there. But um, to be able to play with any of my friends on any dungeons, run battlegrounds, run whatever, and just kind of, you know, oh, I'm going to go switch to my hunter on this server. Okay, cool. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, no, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Cool. Nice. That's awesome. And I don't need to worry. You don't have to worry about the whole, ooh, we all got to be on the same server anymore. And I'm hoping in Mr. Pandaria they supposedly are going to be fixing that even further. I'm hope, kind of hoping that you can just, you know, kind of join your friend like in the Barons or whatever. Ooh, Barons chat. <laughs> See, what I want to know from you then is what is your backlog of pen and paper role-playing? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. Hey, I'm only, I'm only playing in two vampire LARPs. And okay. I took a month off from running my aberrant LARP. Oh, okay. So That's season one just ended. You know, they uh, the heroes managed to save most of the world. Huh. Uh, most, of, <laughs> most of the world. There's only a billion the died. Important most, part. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, actually, what I did do was I, I gave them a kind of a percentage. And uh, initially, the world was going to be 70% destroyed. Um, and, you know, they had to do actions. They had to do certain things. And uh, they managed to get it pushed up just past 100%. So they managed to save against the railgun attack but uh then the big alien ship came down and you know one of them died and a couple of them changed forever and you know it should be fun oh nice. cool uh, mass drivers are like that yeah you know i do nice. that anyways awesome so and you know of course the other game I, I just won was the uh plasmid thing so game over everybody i just won <laughs> really? I just posted really? my response. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go and look at it. The gauntlet has been thrown, <laughs> ladies wow. and gentlemen. Get on the forums and lay the smackdown on Ursa Heel. Yeah. Can you beat the sexy man? Can you yes. beat no? <laughs> it's yep, the yep, yep. sexy hairy white man. Oh, whatever. I know. Whatever. I know that the hairy and white kind of implies the sexy. Speaking as <laughs> speaking as a fellow. Indeed. Hairy white. <laughs> and I would say that shirts are normally overrated, except for you know the ones that I've been working on. But anyway, <laughs> ah. yes, we will have subtle uh, plug, subtle plug. Subtle. <laughs> yeah, you're about as subtle as a punch in the face. Harry yes. White guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Harry White guy. Yes, I agree. There you with that. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> I think we've gone off the rails slightly here. Thank you, Ursi, for calling in. And we are in the position of needing to wrap this up. Mm. So, going to kill this. Take care. Yep. Bye. Yep. And who's this guy? <coughs> well, hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Well, hello. <laughs> what do you have to say? Oh, I only really wanted to call in to say that I'm not a virgin caller. This is true. That is true. You are kind of a hoe. <laughs> in more ways than one. That's but, right. Uh, I, my answer to the call-in topic, which I will bother to do this week, is actually just oh. uh, what Grell said. The exact same games, actually. Really? <laughs> the, indie hum the humble indie bundle, uh, Skyrim, I didn't get very far, and then Batman. You said Batman Arkham City, too, right? I, I, didn't, I don't think I mentioned it, but yeah, I have that one uh, in my log as well. I've only played maybe a quarter of it. 
I don't think I even got that far. I, I tried, and the camera movements make me nauseous, so I have to like, take Dramamine to play that game. And it's like, <laughs> I love wearing, it, but I it Are you wearing the Batman Ill. patch? Uh, yeah, are you still so. doing uh, Diablo heavily? or? Yeah, uh, not really heavily. I play a couple a couple hours, uh, maybe three four nights a week. I just mm-hmm. went on a trip this weekend, though, and didn't play really anything at all. Ah. So uh, tonight I plan on playing some Diablo and um, maybe something... On the Xbox, I don't know what. Maybe yeah. Skyrim. I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm. I gotta jump into some of the uh, indie bundle games too, like yeah. uh, Limbo and playing. Yeah, once they added Bastion, I was like, oh man, I really should play Bastion, but I haven't gotten a chance doomed. yet. You are doomed. Yeah. Ah, oh, excellent. All right. All right. That brings us handily to the end of things. I'm gonna have the great joy. Of hanging up on Barry with no warning. It's awesome. That's the way to do it. Completely winful. All right. <laughs> you have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Two hours of your life, you just ain't getting back. Coming up next on the live stream, the one and only Emperor's Court with the Emperor and Highlander. Your three-hour break from internet porn. If you don't like big grown-up words and controversial statements and having to actually think, this is probably not the show for you. Mm. However, if you do like to think and like good debate uh, with grown-up words, this is exactly the show for you. So stay tuned. As soon as we are done, Emperor will pick up the stream and go until they are finished. Live on vtwproductions.com. And also, episode 49 of BGM is now live. Excellent. Sakani has posted the latest Gaming Music Sensational, BGM, mm-hmm. episode 49. Check it out on vtwproductions.com, episode 49 of BGM Podcast. Sweet. Thank you to all of the volunteers that make Versus the World work. Art, audio, uh, forum moderators, bloggers, the all-important Casually Hardcore research team mm-hmm. in all of their fantastic glory. You can find us on Facebook. Search for VTW Productions or Casually Hardcore. You'll find our pages there. If that is the way you prefer to get your notifications of new episodes and other news and information, photos, and all that fun stuff. If you like putting your face in the book, we keep that up to date just for you. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can find us under Alpha Geek Radio, VTW Productions, GnomeWise, Izzy Grail, that's I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L, Daxa C-H, that's D-A-K-S-A-C-H, Gwenora and Iolite underscore C-H. That's I-O-I-O-L-I-T-E underscore C-H. You can send us emails to ch at vtwproductions.com. Check out our sister feeds, Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Interviews. You can find them under alphageek at vtwproductions.com. That's where you find our convention coverage and our interviews. All kinds of fun content on those feeds. Subscribe now. Do it now. Take a moment. Sponsor a segment. They're all of five bucks. Get your name on the interwebs. If you have something you need to purchase from Amazon, from the EU, or from the US, we have little links on the Casually Hardcore page. If you start your search there, we get a little cut of that action. It helps us pay for things like traveling far away to cover conventions in far off lands like, oh, Seattle, San Diego, Utah, fun stuff like that. You can listen to us on Stitcher Radio. You can also... What am I forgetting? I'm forgetting something important there. Oh, well, it'll come to me before next week. We will be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. 
Meanwhile, I should probably have warned Emperor that we're getting ready to hand off to him. (laughs) Don't forget to go on the forums or on Facebook and post your idea for Dax's button for PAX 2012. Oh, heck yeah. You you did post the thread Mm -hmm. in a casually hardcore form? I did. Excellent. All right. We shall be back next week. Thank you for calling. Thank you for participating. Had a great time talking to you guys. And we are... Out of here. Ha, ha, no mys dex and grail ha, 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 ha. <laughs> wretch who didn't bring cupcakes. cupcakes yeah and now you're usurping my outro mm-hmm. and reminding me what i skipped yep how dare you i know yeah. i have been no wise and i'm making him go next because you don't get to go last i've been back so oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> i guess that makes you grail <laughs> i guess i'm grail <laughs> and now we're out of here uh-huh Bye-bye, radio people.